closer or farther away from your microphone than usual? About the same. Why? How's it? That sounding good? I'm just uh, having to turn you up, and I can only imagine you're going to laugh and blow out my speaker in any moment now. And what then, about uh, now? Oh, where are you at? Hey, now. Is that better? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my output was down a little bit. Oh, yeah, turn that output up, my man, so then I can... Uh... Oh, we're output. You're outputting? Oh, we are output. All right. Welcome to Sleepy Man Podcast. This is the dude and the man coming at you live. <laughs> Mike has just rolled out of bed. He has napped for 16 and a half hours. He hibernates all day long, stumbles out of bed. His bed is two feet from the microphone. He actually doesn't even get out of bed. He's still in his underwear, in his PJs, tucked away. He just moves the microphone closer to his pillow, and he mumbles his way through the next two hours. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to have it, man. No, I I wasn't even, I woke up early this morning. Been playing with my new welder. Wow, look at you, big spender. Hey, you know, uh, we're still in Joe Biden's economy. I don't know if you realize that or not. Oh, yeah, true that. I would watch yourself, my man. New I should welder. start saving. Wow, you know what's funny is uh, how many guys your age out there are still buying welders and being exciting, uh, excited about it? Uh, uh, yeah, probably not. Not a lot. lot. I'm going to tell you right not now. A lot, yeah. Not a lot of guys can weld out there. I work with a bunch of dudes. And most of them can barely turn a screwdriver. Yeah, it's so sad. Oh, God, it's so sad. We uh, had a running toilet, you know. Uh, the little spigot in there just kept pouring water, and it wouldn't, the floaty wouldn't go up all the way to stop the water from spewing out. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure you could fix that on your own. And uh, nope, we called the plumber. Plumber came in. Cost probably like $500 plus the part. And uh, all he did was pretty much adjust the little floaty thing. Oh, dude, you, you know when you start a, you ever start a chainsaw and you got to put your foot on that little, they like, there's a piece on the handle, just below the handle, just below the part that you grab, it sticks out. And it's literally there for you to put your foot so when you pull the string, the chainsaw doesn't like go flying. Oh, right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like a safety so you don't kill yourself and others around you. No, it's like when you need to pull the string to start it, you know? Yeah. You, you know, if you don't know, if you're not a professional, professional holds the string, drops the chainsaw. You know what I mean? Right. Like while you're holding it. That's, but, you know, amateurs, you're, if you read the manual, you're supposed to put it on the ground, put your foot on that one spot, and then pull the string. And uh, I, was, I was like watching this kid, like he kept hitting himself in the knee because every time he pulled the string, the chainsaw was coming up and hitting him in the knee. Oh, God. You know what I mean? It's a little frightening. You don't want the chainsaw <laughs> coming near your body parts in general. <laughs> I mean, it was it obviously it wasn't starting because the the string was pulling it, but uh, <laughs> instead of starting the engine, right on, man. Yeah, but but then, dude, when it's all said, I'm like, I like after watching him do it ten times, I'm like, yo, put your foot on that that little slot right there, and then pull the string. Yeah, man. And it, he did it, and then the, the thing finally started. All right. And he goes, and he goes, bro, it's like, that's why it's there. <laughs> and I go, yeah, look at it. And there's literally a picture of a guy putting his foot on that spot. On that spot. We're, we're stupid, man. <laughs> we are stupid people nowadays. I'm telling you right now. People can't even like look at directions that are pictures. They're picture directions. It's, it's literally a picture of a man doing what you're supposed to do, where you're supposed to do it. They couldn't 
draw it out anymore for you. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I see it every day, everywhere. You can't spell things out more clearly sometimes. And people are just unwilling to I'm starting to, to think that, like, you know how they say the Egyptian, like, dynasty lasted thousands and thousands of years? I believe they were very, they probably had a written language, but then you got so dumb that by the end, you're just carving pictures onto a rock. <laughs> That's right. In the end, <laughs> every civilization devolves into dick pics. That's all it is. And just pictures. Drawings of cocks and balls. That's all civilization through what time. They say, like, see, before they're like, oh, before them, there was this, the Sumerians. They had like that series of lines. That's right, man. No, we didn't like evolve into hieroglyphs. That was us like devolving into just stupid. It, and I really believe it too, because look at us now. Culturally, we are back to symbols and drawings, dude. People speak with the uh, emojis. They don't even teach cursive anymore. No cursive. I just found that out. Are they Nobody teaching? learns cursive. I need to take in a class. Uh, there needs to be a class for adults out there to be able to decipher the new emojis that people are using yeah. for different things. Yeah. I have no idea what half of them mean. There's so many emojis. There's more emojis than letters of the alphabet. And I have no idea what 90% of them are supposed to mean. And I have to say, I'm afraid to use them half the time because you have no idea who you're going to offend with what emoji, man, man. Like, oh, come it could on. be a Me Too, yeah. It's a classic Me Too scenario, just waiting to unfold. So, All I know is the peach and the eggplant. That's all that matters. I'm assuming this is some sort of uh, picnic that you're going to throw together for 4th of July. <laughs> all right. <laughs> man, man, speaking of eggplant, and I know we've talked about this before because it comes oh, up every, yeah. like, co- we've done this long enough that like every couple years you're starting to see the, the pattern. That's you know? right, man. Dude, Coneheads is fucking one of the best movies ever made. I just watched it the other day. And uh, why did Eggplant remind you of the Coneheads? Because when they're walking in the grocery store, she sees the eggplants and she's like, ah! She loses her mind. She like, walks right. up to it and grabs it, like looks at it, and then she laughs. laughs. <laughs> 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 Oh, dude, but literally every funny person is in that movie. It's a classic, no doubt. And what kills me is it was produced by Lauren Michaels. Like, dude, you're still in charge, bro. Come on, man. Come up with something. Does he totally have the control like you think, though? I mean, he... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, if you listen to the podcast where the guys who got, like, kicked off of SNL... uh, he's He's the man in charge. Well, when it comes to the woke shit, though... Like, he's in charge, but what kind of talent is coming through the pipeline there? And a lot of it, I think, also has to do with the writers and the the comedians that, you know, the woke stuff with the youth, man, they're into it. They believe that you can still be funny in a world where you can't make fun of anything. Yeah. I I feel like Lorne Michaels, he, he lords over it for sure. And he is the executive producer, and he fires people whether you know based on whether or not he likes them. But like, <clears throat> when it comes to the content and the material, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Does he really have that much control, really? Like, as far as it, my point being, if all of it is crap, what does Lauren do? He just has to put out the crap. All I'm saying is, you thirty years ago, you picked. 
this incredible cast of yes. funny people. Yes. Like the, the, the everybody in that movie is from SNL and it is so fucking funny. Everybody in it is hilarious. And the the, the whole idea of Coneheads came from your show that you produce. Like wh- what have you done like that recently? And why can't you do that today? And it's probably because yeah, it's going to be really it's, it's impossible to make a movie off of making fun of Donald Trump. Good call. Absolutely. So, uh, they tried to do that with Look Up, starring Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. I can never say his name. Yeah. Uh, you know, they made Meryl Streep, right? Wasn't she supposed to be female Trump or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work. It didn't land like they expected it to, and I would argue it kind of ruined the movie, which it could have been a way better movie if they hadn't focused so hard on making fun of Trump and people who support Trump. You know, the the Hollywood idea of what a Republican voter is is cartoonish at the very least. I still say it didn't it didn't land because you guys were trying to use that meteor as a comparison to uh, climate change. (laughs) You were saying like you were like, dude, nobody's even looking at the science. At the same time, you guys were ignoring science and putting COVID policy on us. That's right. That's man. why it didn't land. Because that meteor Absolutely. was was COVID. To us, it, to, to us, the Biden administration might as well have been Meryl Streep. <laughs> well, also, you taught us a really good les- lesson. You're correct. Let's all look up at the sky and see what's been going on over the last couple of years. Looks like you're zigzagging fucking chemtrails everywhere. You're blocking the sun. <laughs> Every time I look up, actually, thanks for pointing out, Leo, it does look like to me that what I'm seeing is man-made climate change. And you know what makes it more obvious, the reason I'm bringing it up, is because it's Memorial Day weekend, and here we are, hanging out. Very obviously, the last two days, no planes in the sky, no lines crisscrossing over the, uh, you know, between us and the sun, uh, normal clouds. Normal cloud coverage. Everything feels normal. The air is breathable. Uh, More birds are out. Uh, You can feel the sun hitting your skin in an unfiltered manner. It's pretty obvious that the Air Force is on a little bit of a three-day vacation. Oh, Frank, you got to give a memorial day. That's right, man. Well, I'm just saying, you can't make it more obvious that you're fucking with the skies than doing it all day, every day for entire for the entire month of May, except for the uh, Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> it just happens to be well, sunny this weekend. This these fucking three days, it's pretty obvious that the Air Force has grounded the planes. They oh, not doing Frank, the, the pools are opening. <clears throat> That's right. <laughs> And while I'm on the subject, I came up with a little bit of a theory this weekend. I ran it by Emma. She, as per usual, because I talk nonstop about the chemtrails, rolled her eyes and uh, continued on with whatever she was doing. However, I thought it was a very good idea. And since you are all uh, trapped with me and the microphone here, I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, So when it comes to the chemtrails, and I noticed again that the skies are blue and clear this weekend, it's a... Air Force-based holiday, you know, a military armed forces holiday. So they're not, you know, in operation. But then I was thinking, you know, all this AI talk and we were discussing how 
the robots and AI and like a Terminator-esque scenario could take us out, or maybe it would be a slow roll, maybe we could be the frogs in the pot with the slow boil happening, who knows? Uh, but I started thinking AI, chemtrails, the fact that it could be drones flying over. AI could be systematically poisoning us with the chemtrail program, and no humans are actually in charge. What if no humans are really pulling the trigger on any of these drones flying over, spraying us, and it's actually the computer poisoning humans? Wow. AI. trying to warn us, Shia LaBeouf. Shia- this is fucking Eagle Eye. <laughs> Eagle Eye took over the chemtrailing program. If only we had listened to Shia LaBeouf, people. LaBeouf. Remember he planted the flag? That's right, man. Good call, my man. Wow, what a deep cut on Shia LaBeouf. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love any opportunity just, just to say Shia LaBeouf. What a great name. Shia LaBeouf. So anyways, uh, what do you think? Ironically, what? now the prettiest woman in Transformers. <laughs> That's right. Shia LaBeouf is in this upcoming movie, uh, Metropolis, I think it is. It's, um, I can't remember who's directing it. Famous fella, I want to say Francis Ford Coppola actually is directing it. Uh, I believe so. And anyways, um, set photos showed Shia walking around in a full dress. No. Yes, he wears a dress in this movie, uh, like a very elegant Southern Belle type dress, if I'm not mistaken. If I don't remember. Is he tranny now? No, but I think when it comes to fame, uh, and you're a guy, at some point you gotta wear the dress, my man. Hmm. There's something about it. They make you put on that dress. It's not all they make you do. (laughs) Well, that's right. (laughs) Shia LaBeouf, a weird dude, he did that, remember that situation where he wore a bag on his head and anyone could walk in and do whatever they wanted with him for like 10 minutes? What? Yes, people lined up in LA and he just sat in a room and people went in there and like, there were uh, weird stories came out of this, like a couple had like sex on top of him, like people would like hit him, like it was just like this weird twisted social experiment that Shia LaBeouf did where he like sat in a room and people would like yell at him or whatever do weird shit to him what and then after that I don't you remember this he filmed himself for like 70 72 hours watching his movies he like sat in a theater. (laughs) Yes. And he like live streamed on YouTube. I swear to God. Just him and his reactions watching his entire catalog of films. Wow. He really loves himself, huh? This guy is one of the weirdest dudes out there. Telling you. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, You're not that, you know, you're good, but you're not that good. Yeah, like if this was Joaquin Phoenix, maybe I'd get down with it, you know? Like, uh, eccentric maybe. enough, maybe, you know? <laughs> this is more like, you know, Johnny Depp could get away with this shit. <laughs> they dressed him up as a pirate and made billions. I mean, that guy could do whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, man. Well, maybe what's going on with Shia LaBeouf is what's happening with the rest of society. Uh, even here in Colorado, I can attest, people have gone a little mad. And it's got to have something uh, to do with some of that weed. Dude, can I tell you oh, something? Really? Uh, Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's do no, it, go man. Ahead, go ahead. No, no. No, go ahead. That's uh, too late. You're telling it. Like Bro, it I is. went to Walgreens yesterday. 
Nona came home. All right. good. Nona's good. Good, good. But I had to go get a prescription from Walgreens. While I'm in line at the pharmacy, I hear an employee get into an argument with the manager. Right? This is juicy. I love it. And this, this, not a man. So I'm just going to call him a dude. We'll go with a child fella. Yeah, for sure. Because he's like clearly in his 30s. Oh, no. And fat. <laughs> just like you could tell he like, you know, he can't wait to go home and play World of Warcraft or whatever the <laughs> nerds are playing nowadays. I don't even know. All right. So we got the fat nerd in his 30s. Uh, berating the manager? Is that what we're uh, Yes, seeing? and he's going, no, that break I took was my lunch break. I'm also mandated a 30-minute MHB. And what the hell is an MHB, my man? <sighs> well, now everybody was listening. We couldn't wait. Uh, we were all like, You said mandated? What's with the mandates all of a sudden? A Who's this guy, MHB? Kevin Newsom? Get him out of here. Dude, I want an MHB. Where's my MHB? Wait, what is this? Uh, this sounds like some sort of uh, Mandarin hand job or something like that. Oh, that's even better. This is a <laughs> mental health break. <clears throat> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> what? Whoa! For when your job as a Walgreens cashier gets too stressful? You get a 30-minute mental health break. Wow. Oh, I did not see that one coming. Which really should be called, this fat <laughs> goes outside, smokes <laughs> three cigarettes, and drinks a 16-ounce Red Bull. Because that's what he was doing when I finally got outside. No. no. Not even joking, dude. He was sitting on the fucking park bench there, just fucking smoking cigarettes, drinking Red Bull, and like look, watching videos on his phone. Amazing, too, because if that man would just change one of those three habits, his life would be in a whole different direction. Literally. Would, one of those three he things. He wouldn't even need he could, the 30-minute break. If he eliminated one of those three things, the excessive sugar and caffeine, the cigarettes and nicotine, you know, or just the obsession with the phone. Like, dude, take one ingredient out. You do not need that mental health break anymore. It's gone. The need for it is absolutely erased from your life. Dude. dude. Go for a walk, bro. Oh, my God. I was I was so in, in, insulted by it. Just like, and then as a manager, as a manager, I, first thing I would do is go see what he's doing and be like, no, no, fuck this. If you need to go <laughs> sit in your car and call your fucking therapist, all right, I guess I could, I guess I'll let that go. But I'm not going to pay you for 30 minutes in a, on top of your 30 minute break. Yeah, that's outrageous, and I understand, look, if you're one of those guys, you do the yoga with the pants off, and you suntan the butthole just right, so you can get (laughs) all the uh, enzymes and nutrients flowing through your uh, urethra or whatever it is, go for it, man. Uh, 30 minutes, though, for a mental health break to suck down some nicotine and stare at porn on your (laughs) cell phone? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Dude, what?
We have gone way too far with this you mental are, health bullshit, dude. Dude, you are so on the money, and you know what the problem is, Mike? Instead of addressing the real issues in our society, nope, we're going to blame weed. Decades-long <laughs> studies surveying millions of people has discovered a link between marijuana use and psychotic disorders in young adults. And now more medical experts are sounding the alarm on how high-potency cannabis and the legalization of recreational use. I'm going to stop this clip uh, just for one second. I don't know if you can hear this, but there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Tell me more about how I'm a schizo. Could be exacerbating the nation's mental health crisis. NBC News medical fellow Dr. Akshay Sayal joins us now. Good to see you. So marijuana has been, we should say, proven to be very beneficial for some individuals mm-hmm. in medical. You hear how hopped up they are? These are chicks who subscribe to your fellas regime over at Walgreens, the nicotine and the caffeine. Now here Oh, they're all on Adderall. But now they are all on Adderall. Here comes Dr. Weed. I like this guy. And even recreational settings, especially cancer patients undergoing chemo, but this specific study actually draws a different conclusion. Can you just tell us more about what they found? Yeah, hey Zinclay. So it's, it's three <laughs> studies actually that Did you hear how fucking mellow this guy is compared to the other two? Yeah. Hey there, lady. This guy on the Sleepy Podcast, too? (laughs) That's right, dude. (laughs) He's got the same routine as me in the morning, guaranteed. (laughs) Welcome to Nap Time with Mike and uh, Dr. Weed. We're going (laughs) to hang out here and take it real easy. We're going to do Jack Johnson all month and uh, (laughs) call back. Yeah! I'm out in the month of May linking marijuana to a variety of mental health disorders, um, including depression, bipolar disorder, and even schizophrenia. Um, I should point out that this is these are observational studies, meaning that they don't prove a direct cause and effect relationship, but it's more evidence in clay just linking ma- the use of marijuana to the development of these disorders. Um, but this is a controversial topic. You know, we don't know if marijuana is causing these disorders or if people who have these disorders are using marijuana to cope with their symptoms. Yeah, maybe but all the experts I talked to, including the NIH, the National Institute of Health, are worried it may be a little bit of both going on. There may be a sort of circular feedback where they're starting to feed off of each other, and that's mm. what has ex- Experts so concerned. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe the legalization of marijuana also coincides with you guys pumping kids full of antidepressants. Yes. And fucking all these like anti-anxiety and all this other fucking bullshit, dude. Five seconds ago, they were talking about the benefits of smoking weed for soldiers coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan and treating their post-traumatic stress disorder, but now all of a sudden, actually, it causes schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. Disorder. Yeah, no, not uh, all these pharmaceuticals we jack your kids up with. No, those do nothing, man. It's the weed. I, dude, we gotta call it what it is, man. Weed, it's just like alcohol. It's not the miracle cure that's gonna save your life. Right? Not at all. It's also, it's also not giving you schizo- schizophrenia. It's just a fucking fun drug to do on the weekends. Why do we blame all the mental health bullshit on everything under the sun except for the fucking pharmaceuticals, man? Oh, except for the drugs that were designed in a lab to fuck with your brain chemistry? (laughs) That's what I'm saying! Yeah, no, no, Frank, it's this plant that's been around forever. (laughs) What was it, like, last year they had that article, like, beware, gardening leads to strokes. Really? (laughs) Not the vaccine that you made everybody take? It's experimental mRNA? Fucking gene therapy? No, not that. No, it's the gardening. Stay away from the garden. Fucking, this is insanity, man. Oh, uh, you know, uh, you know, your kids are nuts, not because we locked them in your home for two years and t- took them away from their social lives and didn't let them engage their friends. No, 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 no. Had nothing to do with that. It's the weed you're smoking around them. See? Fucking nuts. 
so nuts, I dude. I do, I do, I do kind of hate it though, man. Like sh- sh- the whole city now smells like weed. That's and not even like in a good way. It's just like I don't know. I'm gonna say this uh, from my own anecdotal experience here in Denver. Uh, you know, especially like you're going to the ball game, right? And then I would love to, you know, snag a, a doobie from a local shop. Go down a corridor or dark dark alleyway, you know, and uh, puff away right before the ball game. Uh, try to be, you know, at least respectful of the fact that a baseball game is a family affair for the most part, especially on like a Sunday afternoon or what have you. But uh, more often than not, nowadays you have the young fellas, the street faring gentlemen and ladies, and you know the like, all just ripping away right in front of everybody, right in front of the stadium now. You know, you're walking down the street. There's a bunch of kids holding hands with their family, and and there's just a guy ripping a blunt. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yelling at the guy who wants to smoke a cigarette. Go smoke it outside, (laughs) it, get out of here. It's just... Look, I'm a, I love smoking weed. I've been doing it like forever, and it's one of my favorite uh, vices to have. I, I prefer it over alcohol, but I am a huge proponent of you know adults doing adult things away from the kids. You know, let's, let's have a little respect for the future of humanity on some level. Keep the puffing away, uh, you know, from the stadium. But I agree with you. I think uh, once it got legalized and recreationalized, people kind of lost that. Uh, you know, let's put the kids away, and then when everyone's asleep, the adults can go out by the garage and uh, smoke a doobie. You know, now we're just and it's not even doobies; it's like that's what, yeah. Now we're 90% doing ninety <laughs> percent fucking whack, high concentrate, and we're ripping bongs in front of the kids in the living room now. You know, yeah. it's like you know, there, there needs to be some some kind of middle ground here, people. Listen, I first thing I did was I taught Jimmy: don't touch the stove, don't touch the torch, and don't touch the bowl. <laughs> They're all hot. <laughs> so, you know, for me at least, I, I don't do the, the weed puffing in front of the young fellas uh, to the best of my uh, ability. But here in Colorado, I agree. It's probably the same in Chicago. Uh, once a certain demographic and part of the populace gets involved with the uh, legalized uh, weed, it, it you know... Everything is washed away. All the norm, you know, all the all the standards that we used to live by kind of just go away, and then you just uh, you're right. It's everywhere. It's in your face. Yeah, it's terrible. So nothing really we can do about it. But uh, look, uh, I'm all. For but I also blame I the it. fucking cities because they pass all these absurd rules. Like why c- we have a bar to go consume alcohol? Why can't we have a place to go smoke with adults? You know That's, what I mean? I, you're right on the money. I. I'm not a fan of California, but last time I was in San Francisco, we went to a dispensary downtown, and attached to it was a smoking lounge. And we were able to enjoy uh, some How of the nice weed. Would that be? Yeah. It was fantastic. It was one of the greatest experiences. I really enjoyed it, and I, I wish Denver would uh, latch on to something like that, because you're right on the money. If people could smoke it indoors in a dedicated facility for adults then you'd probably have a lot less of the nincompoops out there in the street puffing away and blowing it in your kid's face as they're trying to go to the ball game it's the red light camera dude or a red light uh, the district you know the red light left turn. i was thinking red light district like amsterdam man (laughs) i'm saying you guys are passing these laws and doing these things that are so absurd and you don't even have the ability to enforce it so 
people just ignore it after a while. And Mike, you were onto something. I think you're right. When it comes to Illinois and children, the government has nothing but the best intentions. The stunning findings from a five-year report just out on sexual abuse by the Catholic clergy in Illinois. Yeah. Tonight, what they learned and what they've now made public. Here's <laughs> oh, ABC's Alex Perez. Tonight, the state of Illinois releasing... Everyone, I hope you saved your shower for after the show tonight. All right, a five-year investigation <laughs> oh, into child sex abuse yuck. in the Catholic Church. The report finding nearly 2,000 children were abused over seven decades by more than 450 Ooh. priests and lay religious brothers across Illinois. When such trust is betrayed with abuse to children and there are efforts to cover it up, the call for accountability should be resounding. The investigation found a staggering four times the number of abusers than the church had identified, saying, quote, horrifying criminal and unconscionable acts were inflicted upon survivors. The report uncovering a disturbing but familiar pattern where child sex abusers were transferred between parishes, but their history of abuse was hidden from the Catholic community and the public. Today, the Archbishop of Chicago apologizing to the victims, but insisting to our ABC station WLS, the church has made great progress. There are many open wounds in the lives of people, and we want to attend to that, and we're not afraid to do that. For the survivors, accountability is long overdue. The Catholic Church needs to acknowledge the amount of abuse that took place during this time period was much more extensive than anyone could have imagined. And David, 330 of those abusers are now dead, and the statute of limitations on many of those cases wow. has expired, but wow. officials say this report is about providing accountability and healing. Look, now, a lot of kids. Dude, and now they're admitting to it after pretty much 90% of the abusers are dead, man. <laughs> are you kidding me? No... Hey, look, uh, this I the reason I found this to be a fascinating clip, because I think there's a lot of perspective here. Uh, what did they say? Four decades that this went on for? Uh, 2,000 yeah. kids. Folks, Epstein, not impossible, man. You know what I'm saying? These elites being a part of this, they covered this up for 50 years. The Catholic Church, just this little group this is we're just talking right. chicago who knows what was going on in new york man you know what i'm saying like this is th these and sex 2000 things, you know 2000 is just what they can prove that's my point and There's again thousands more we're learning about this now after 300 plus of the 400 plus accusers or abusers are now dead man nobody ever gets held accountable for this nah. shit that's what's so crazy. These are the most powerful people when it comes to the sex trafficking of minors, man. Most powerful people in our world, dude. And they never get held accountable. The only time we find out about their bullshit is when they're dying of cancer or they've died years ago. That's it. Maybe that's where, maybe that's where Epstein's hiding, the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even think he's Epstein. I think he was an actor. I still believe this. How many kids you got to rape to become a cardinal? <laughs> How many kids do you have to rape to become Bill Gates? That's what we all should be asking. <laughs> that man rose to power. Uh, he got those so kids fast. the hard way, Frank. Built a company, made his billions, got into the club. <laughs> then got to rape the kids, okay? <laughs> 
The American dream. Someday I'll be rich enough. <laughs> to rape kids on an island so with Bill Clinton. So fucked up, man. I just I I look, this is a disgusting and despicable so story and shame on Illinois and all the politicians over the last 50 years who absolutely have their filthy hands in this cover-up at the very least or were part of it, which is why none of this ever came to public knowledge until now when 300 out of 400 abusers are dead or dying. Pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if 300, yeah, those other 100, they're on the verge. That's, yeah, these aren't young, you know? spry fellas, all right? These dudes yeah. are at the end of the ropes, and now they're like, okay, let's admit to it and apologize, and uh, the victims can feel better about themselves uh, 40 years later. This is fucked up, man. And they're doing the same shit with Epstein, by the way. They are paying off the victims. They are admitting to the victims currently, yes. You did get abused on Epstein Island, and here's your money. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> That's right. You helped the you know secret services and all the alphabet agencies collect a lot of vital information and blackmail on a lot of very important people. Thank you. Here's your 75 mil. <laughs> and you get a t-shirt yeah. too, I imagine, right? Raped on Epstein Island, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> and a picture of Bill in a dress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just, my point being is look at what unfolded just in Chicago, just over 40-year period, and now we Ugh. find out about it. Who knows what's been going on since? They just got better at hiding it and concealing it. That's all that yeah, happened. The real question, 75 mil. You fucking uh, Noam Chomsky. (laughs) (laughs) 75 mil, dude. That's a lot of money. But Noam Chomsky? I think she got the 75 mil and she indicted maybe not Prince Andrew, but somebody somebody pretty big. uh, Somebody up there. Uh... Oh, do you think like okay, you got to you, you got the fuck a prince, you know, whatever. No, the you chick know, who... you, you'll get seventy five <laughs> mil, but like the, the girl who had to fuck Noam Chomsky, we'll know because she'll get like seven hundred billion. <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative. Yeah. I mean, he didn't look like a crypt keeper all the time. Um, but oh, when... dude, he was gross even in the nineties. Well, when it comes to gross old guys. Just clinging on to power, even within the shadows, you know, the puppeteers, if you will. Man, I have to say, with each passing day, I am a bigger believer in the adrenochrome, my man. And former diplomat and presidential advisor Henry Kissinger, turning 100 today. Kissinger served during some of the most tumultuous periods in U.S. history. The presidency of Richard Nixon and the Vietnam War. A controversial figure, he continues to hold sway as an elder statesman of foreign policy. He's 100 and he's still swaying policy on an international level. This guy is a fucking demon, man. He's been sucking on the blood of children for fucking decades, dude. Come on. If you want proof that the dark force makes you... Dark side of the force makes you look ugly. Go look at that guy. Oh, Kissinger is frightening, man. 100 still holds sway. Holy crap, that is so scary. It it should put a lot of perspective into the world events of today. And, you know, Kissinger, he's part of 
uh, he's buddies with Klaus Schwab. And Klaus Schwab, for anyone who isn't educated on the current movements of the day, is he's the leader of the World Economic Forum. Creepy stuff. These are, these are scary fellas, man. Yeah, I don't even get, like... Uh, live to 100. Yeah, why are you still it? working? I get some people do, but to be a guy in his position of power for all those years, the stress itself must take off some years from your life. So I'm thinking the only way you survived this long and you're still functioning is you are still sucking on that adrenochrome. And Dude, stress. What stress did he ever have? Well, look at what happens to people who get off the adrenochrome. Diane Feinstein? Holy crap, that's frightening, <laughs> man. You got to keep doing that. You can't stop the adrenochrome. Once you're on it, you can't stop. You turn into Feinstein. No. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I don't know. I'm telling you, dude. Wild yeah. stuff. Henry, uh, years old, yeah, huh? man. I didn't throw it on the docket, I believe. I just uh, had it in reserve there only because, you know me, Mike. I love those conspiracy theories. I rock the tinfoil yeah. hat. I am a nut job. And I love the idea of the uh, psychos and Satanists that run our country and world. And I do believe there's some element to the longevity of these people. And there's a reason behind why they are functioning fully at triple digits and uh, dictating the world events of today. It's kind of fucked up. Kissinger in power during Nixon. Uh, you should have, you have no right doing anything in 2023. No right. And, Dude, you, you lived at a time where you could retire at, like, 62. This guy's been retired for half his life. <laughs> That's right. You know? It's crazy to think about, actually. You should have retired 40 years ago, man. <laughs> You've been living it up. That's right, man. Uh, but our politics, yeah. uh, you know... Think about all the uh, young men he sent off to war. I'm telling you, this guy has been behind all of the worst events in the modern era wow. of America. Like he, He's probably one of the evil characters behind the assass- assassination of JFK, I can only assume. He really did rise to power right after that guy was taken out. Dude, you've been alive almost half the life of this country. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> like, shoot, go away. You have, n- get, you have no business here, man. <laughs> You're done. Hundred years. Triple digits. You're disqualified from any conversation, right? Because there's no yeah. way you're going forward. You're not on this ride with us going forward, man. So, I don't yeah, know. Kissinger, oh, 100. I, guess... I was very disturbed by this little report about him. Like, oh, and he's still in power. <laughs> like, what? This is Dracula. This is what Dracula would do. He'd live for yeah. hundreds of years. Disappear into the shadow, come back. This guy's Amy crazy. Goodman's going to interview him tomorrow, I guarantee it. That's the worst part. He always comes <laughs> on. His fucking opinions. Are you thinking of Kissinger? Adam Kinzinger? Are they related? No, no. This is a Kissinger. And mm. then Kinzinger is the guy, uh, he was... Uh, I know Kissinger. I know, was the, it, I know the Kissinger. He was Robin to Liz Cheney's Batman, I believe, during the two <laughs> seasons of Jan 6. Believe it or not, a gayer version. A gay, that's right. Tighter tights. It's kind of weird. Not going. <laughs> yeah, Gary Robin. Well, we're living in weird times. Uh, Kissinger's a hundred. Uh, weed makes you a schizophrenic, which would only explain why um, we have this schizo uh, at West Point. 
Back here at home, Vice President Kamala Harris is making history again, becoming the first woman ever to deliver a commencement address at West Point. The vice president on Saturday reminding the cadets they're becoming army okay. officers. Can you and I knew you would love name, this, and I wanted to do this name. for our uh, service members out there. Memorial Day. Could we get nobody yeah. better than the camel? Of course not. Name one thing the camel has done that is historic that wasn't just her showing up as a black or a female. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Outside of checking right? some boxes, what did you really achieve if, to get to the If you've done point? anything historic, That's right. passed a historic bill, <laughs> you know, solved the problem with the border historically. Sure. I, I was actually going to, when I clipped this, all I could think of is here's Camel. She's historic, according to them, and she's there at West Point. And uh, I thought, oh, uh, is this because she served for the... Oh, no. No, she never served. See? Uh, Camel... It's she served the great state of California by sucking off every powerful man they promoted. <laughs> That's right. I, all I can and think Montel is... Montel Williams. <laughs> you know, you are next in line to be commander-in-chief, and you have no idea what the ranks are or uh, what they mean. You have no concept of warfare. You never studied any element of history when it comes to battling other countries or what we are internationally like this lady's an idiot when it comes to militaristic uh ideas and in the military history of this country in this world how could she be giving a speech uh to cadets how could she possibly be next in line of commander chief how is it possible that she's next in line right behind a guy with dementia this is insanity, dude. I know, I know. These people. So no, I, I really, right. now more than ever, I think this screams volumes to everybody. We need to elect a leader who has some sort of history of service. Well, we need somebody in there that knows what they're doing, that understands what the military is. It's just insane to me that we have, uh, it'd be like getting the garbage guy to come in and be the head chef of your restaurant. Yeah, that's literally what it is, because the people voted him. Hey, uh, you check some boxes. You've yeah. never cooked before in your life. Well, come on, you're going to run the kitchen. <laughs> You've never done it before? That's nah, fine. don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> never once? Ah, it's no problem. No, 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 don't worry. All the top leaders, they're actually going to run the show. They're great. Well, actually, we just elected them based on what sex they say they are. <laughs> so they're actually not that great. But don't worry. The military is great. And in fact, they're, uh, they're checked boxes, too, and uh, most of them are boosted. Boost! And uh, oh, yeah. also, uh, 75% of our military is too overweight to fight, so uh, good luck. <laughs> Tell me you're not destroying our country from within without telling me. I'm telling you. I'm not saying our military is struggling, but I will say half of the cadets that can see their penises are confused on whether or not they should have one. <laughs> send out the camel you know again i keep repeating this the last year they have put the camel out in a lot of situations where historically you get you know the president and so i they're priming us they're buttering us up the camel will be the president growing threats to global security 
So wherever you go from here, remember your oath. Let it guide you in all that you do, including toward innovation. Because to protect our ideals in the 21st century, the United States military must remain the most innovative fighting force in the world. Vice President Harris also highlighting the key role that those West Point graduates will play in protecting the nation's technology and cybersecurity. Yeah. Well, we're screwed. I hope everybody knows this. <laughs> I really hope you all realize how fucked we are right now. It's it's so outrageous. This person has no right being in the White House, but you know, I with Trump, the guy had no military history and background. I get it. But he was a savvy businessman and kind of ran the country like a business. And I think with a little hindsight, we can all look back right now and say, hey, you know what? Those four years, the ship was kind of running smooth. Yeah. He, he brought in the people to do their thing. He trusted his experts. And we didn't really have a lot of problems. I'm going to be totally honest. Up until we unleashed that fake virus and destroyed the world. Uh, but before that, everything was running really nicely because we had a businessman running the show. So I get it, but at least he was an expert in something. Kamala Harris isn't an expert in anything. No, Not it's the funniest thing, thing dude. Her, her team just keeps, they keep complaining that they're not giving her tasks that promote her strengths. What and are I'm these strengths, like, though? I know, I know they put you in charge of the... They're complaining because they put her in charge of the border, then they put her on, like, so the NASA thing, you remember? And then they put her on this... And I was like, I don't think this bitch understands what the office of the presidency is. It's foreign affairs. It's border control. It's fucking NASA. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are your... Uh, that's military. What that we run the military of the is, world. The military. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's what our government's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be about mental health for trans in Illinois. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're supposed to be a militaristic might around the world, dude. But that's... It's just... My point being is, and I'm going to give a little credit even to Joe Biden. What's Joe Biden's expertise? He's a politician. He's a career politician. He knows how to wheel and deal within the realm of politics. He's good at it. The man made millions uh, doing it. Hey, I tell him, get rid of that guy or you're not going to get the $8 billion. I'm on a flight at 45 minutes. (laughs) Son of a bitch. They fire him. That's Joe Biden. (laughs) Like... That guy looks at the camera and tells you how he's corrupt. But he, my point being, he's an expert at being a corrupt career politician. And he's been very successful and good at it. The man knows how to do it. All right. I seriously, on no level do I see Kamala Harris being an expert on anything. Not one thing. And when she talks, she rambles like a stupid idiot, like on a podcast called the Do Man Podcast. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, that's how she sounds. Someone who has no idea what they're talking about, rambling endlessly with no point. Yeah. And you're talking to a group of, like, true leaders. She sounds stupid. She sounds very stupid all the time. This is why they trot her out on these ridiculous photo ops. You notice every time we clip the camel or news about the camel, you don't get a lot of, like, her talking in the clips. They talk about the camel in the clip. You get little snippets of her talking, but it's not a lot of camel. If it was yeah, an no. Biden news story, or uh, Obiden, I do it every time. If it was an Obama 
clip, it would be all Obama speaking, and then they in between it they talk about how great he is. <laughs> but you'd, you'd be saturated in Obama talking forever, and it's the complete opposite with the camel. You get a little four sentences here or whatnot or words, you know, within a sentence. Who was Obama's uh, vice president? Was that Gore? <laughs> Who, Obama? Who was it? No, it was Biden, man. Uh, oh, it was Biden. That's right. He's what did cr- Gore do? Gore was Clinton's. He ran against Bush. Yeah, and he was Clinton. That's what I was... Yeah. Gore flubbed the election, That's apparently, right. not because the Bushes stole it, which they did. That's <laughs> right. They did steal it. Uh, but uh, allegedly, you you could argue that Gore didn't win because he tried to distance himself from Clinton and the blowjob scandal. And it was kind of a bad idea because the blowjob scandal and Clinton, you know, getting that beach made him more popular with a lot of people at that time. Good call. It really did. Yes. I say it all the time. In the late 90s, Cleavage and blowjobs were very popular. <laughs> our, society, such a great time. our society has been on a fucking downward spiral ever since, man. <laughs> I don't know. Blowjobs are making a comeback. Well, that's good. I'm glad for all the young fellas out there, but I'm just saying, late 90s, cleavage and blowjobs, everybody loved it. We were all in on it. You know, we had the yeah. commercials, the beer commercials, babes in bikinis. Playing the volleyball, spraying each other with some beer, giggling. Yeah, man. I would say blowjobs are probably better now than in the 90s. Better as in quality or um, oh, yeah, more, yeah. more Girls common. have really stepped up the game. Wow. Okay. All right. We got boots on the ground uh, news here, folks. The blowjobs, you know they're back I, and better than ever. You got the, oh, dude, back in the day, you weren't getting like the sloppy jalopy. You know, well, maybe it's just when you get older, I guess, too. That's right. See, uh, the Democrats and Kamala should have stuck with their original slogan, uh, blow back better. It would have been <laughs> way more popular with the young fellas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, blow back better, baby. Yeah. Hey, now. Blow, blow back better. Oh man! Well, we're uh, we're absolutely screwed. The Camilla next in line, and uh, I can only assume they're gonna trot out Joe Biden, the uh, the actor. Uh, have you seen any of these clips of the face mask malfunction going on with Joe Biden? No, not one. Why is he, why is he wearing a face mask? No, there's an actor who's out there playing Joe Biden. Oh no. You haven't seen this? No. Wow, man, you're missing out, Mike. <laughs> Where have you been, dude? What are you doing? Are you working? Are you yeah, I've been working a lot lately. I don't even know what you're talking about here. There's a lot of clips going around of uh, Joe Biden scratching his head, but the, fa- the latex mask that the guy's wearing like, stays stuck, and then uh, he has to readjust it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you don't uh, believe okay. it. I know. Yeah, you never look. We live in the world of deep fakes. Who knows what's <laughs> real? You know, this is AI technology like we've never seen before. We have no clue what we're dealing with, man. So there's uh, a little bit of truth to that. Uh, know, about maybe. it. Well, uh, either way, uh, I think 
Kamala's coming in. They're taking Joe out. I had it for last show. We never got to it. We'll, go sne- we'll do a little bit of it. Did we, we didn't do the Hunter taxes, did we? No. Of course not. Is that, is that what they're going to get him on? Yeah, probably. You know it, dude. For more than three years, the Department of Justice has been investigating the president's son, Hunter Biden, for possible tax crimes. Last fall, FBI sources told us they had sufficient evidence to bring charges. CBS's Jim Axelrod spoke to the IRS agent who is blowing the whistle on what he says was preferential treatment in his first public interview. When I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw it, you know, it was way outside the norm of what, what I've experienced in the past. Gary Shapley is a supervisory special agent for the IRS, where he's worked for 14 years. In January 2020, he was assigned to what he calls a high-profile investigation. Who's the subject of the investigation? I can't con- confirm or deny the, the subject of this investigation. Why not? Because, you know, part of the tax secrecy laws don't allow it. Shapley can't say it, but CBS News has learned the investigation was the probe of Hunter Biden by the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware. Senior Biden administration officials have vowed to let it run its course without interference. It's not restricted in his investigation in any way. But CBS News has obtained this letter Shapley's lawyers sent to Congress Monday alleging irregularities in DOJ's handling of the investigation. Shapley is seeking legal protections from Congress so he can share specifics of his allegations. There was multiple steps that were were slow walked at the uh, direction of of the Department of Justice. Had you ever encountered that before? I have not, no. The Department of Justice under Joe Biden is stopping their investigation of the Hunter Biden tax uh, situation here. Of course they are, dude. No, Mike, they're saying they're not, though. They promised. Did you hear them? <laughs> I know. I know I, dude, they promised on, they wouldn't, man. They said, no, no, no. We, we pinky promised, man. We're not going to do any kind of, you know, weird shenanigans here. Come on, man. We're going to let you do the whole investigation. We're not going to interfere on any level. We promise. It's from normal yeah, process. That, and, and, and each and every time, it seemed to, to always benefit the subject. Shapley says he decided to blow the whistle after a heated meeting last October with federal prosecutors. It was my red line meeting. It just got to that point where that switch was, uh, was turned on and I just couldn't silence my conscience anymore. Did you let prosecutors know you were unhappy? I don't think I can answer that. Hunter Biden has denied any wrongdoing. Like civil servants. The IRS agent told us he is a registered Republican. His whistleblowing is being assisted by an... Can you imagine being Hunter Biden? You're on videotape fucking underage children, doing crack cocaine, banging Chinese and Russian prostitutes, and they come up to you asking you about taxes. You're like, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's... That's what you're coming after me for? Like, oh my god! <laughs> they storm into your room and you're flushing cocaine and yes, hard drives yes. down the toilet. Pictures of underage like, no, Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We're here for unpaid taxes. We're talking about the taxes. You're like, what are you, what are you even talking about? Like, that, that's probably like the last thing on Hunter's mind, man. Think of all the illegal, insanely scary, crazy, illegal shit that Hunter Biden's done. And they're like asking about taxes. He probably is like, what the fuck are they talking about, man? Taxes? It's like so funny to me. Like, <laughs> Hunter, Hunter, we got serious questions about this gun. Oh, because I lied on my ta- my forms, everything. 
No, no, no. It says you wrote it off on your taxes. Now, did you use this gun for work or? <laughs> is we don't care a... that you're a criminal drug addict. Look, we have some uh, serious legal implications here, Hunter. Is this your signature on this W-2? <laughs> All right, you're in the clear for now, buddy. Better watch it, though. We're watching those write-offs, pal. Are you supposed to have kids chained up in your <laughs> No, I, hey, no questions. No, that's fine. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. Videos of underage girls, prostitutes that are like clearly spies from countries that are exploiting our country now. Like, like <laughs> he, 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 there's shots of him and his dong with like an an enormous illegal gun, and like he's weighing <laughs> out crack. Like, you're right. He's like running from them and everything. They're chasing him down with dogs. Like, man, I've never seen a guy. Ever seen a guy run so hard from a tax? <laughs> yeah. The guys on the bullhorn is like, show problem. us the taxes. <laughs> we just want to see your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I just need your receipts. <laughs> Where's the receipt for the boat? The receipt for the boat. <laughs> like so crazy. <laughs> I'm not, it's, it's not it's not even for the fact that people are paying you for like five million dollars for a painting that's what i'm saying no like not not None the money it. deal the illegal deals he made with uh chi- the chinese the ukrainians and burisma and the russians and the, again i can't get over the fact that we're oh. just nobody cares about the underage girls that's so crazy to me like, no. there's pictures out there from these hard drives, man. Like, this, the Hunter Biden story yeah, but Frank, is Frank, so... he owns the IRS. So <laughs> <I know>. That's <laughs> 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 the best part. Like, oh, no, no, no. We don't care that you took the bags of cash from Ukraine. <laughs> we just didn't get our cut. That's Come the, on. That's the whole deal here, man. Oh wow! I, I'm just I'm obsessed with this. Like CBS, they got this breaking news story. Investigative journalism, you know, we're going after Hunter <laughs> Biden and his taxes. Nothing about the crack, not the illegal whores, underage <laughs> prostitutes, wheeling and dealing with Chinese and Russians. Forget about the ten percent for the big guy. No, None of that matters. That does not matter, man. And we don't have it. He forgot 20 percent for the real big guy. That's the government. That's correct. And Barack Obama did not get his cut, which is he's theorized to be Oof. the true big guy, from what I have heard. You sent him home without money for Big Mike. That's why you guys are going down. <laughs> big Mike. <laughs> you know he took a beating that night. Big Mike. <laughs> How dare Barry you, man? Never comes home empty-handed. <laughs> Time for Big Mike. Uh, Also, I mean, it's pretty sad because Barry Sotero and Big Mike offered up Malio Obama to Hunter Biden, as was evidenced on one of the hard drives, which shows a, uh, what is it, a mirror of some cocaine being divided up, and next to it is a credit card, and it says Malia Obama on it. So, you know... You think that was for the 10%? I think the true victim in this story is... Big Mike. Oh, she didn't get to fuck Hunter. <laughs> Poor girl. I know Big Mike is his junk is still chafing as we speak. From uh, you know, <laughs> the blue balls are immense, my man. It's unbelievable. 
Poor guy. Big Mike. <laughs> Paid all that money. It's time for Big Mike. I, I'm really excited <laughs> for, uh, you know, the Obamas to come back into the limelight. You know, Biden's a bust. Nobody likes the camel. They're gearing up for a Michelle Obama run in 2024, my man. I'm telling you right so. now. Big I Mike. Don't think, no, I it's don't know. Who, big I, Mike. I feel like they're going to bring something out, but I don't know. Oh, you talking about Big Mike bringing something out? He's definitely going to bring something out. <laughs> big Mike. Oh, he's going to drop a big bombshell on the American people. It's time for Big Mike to whip it out. <laughs> no, I think they'll do something. I don't know, though. We'll see. But uh... It's called Big Mike bringing out the big gun. And uh, <laughs> slaps his Big Mike dong on the table and says, It's time to get business. Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. All right, well, we have hit that time as usual. Uh, well, it's before we go, this is going to come out on uh, Memorial Day. So, hey, thanks to everybody who uh, allowed us to be here and do this, you know? Absolutely. Thanks to all those that died. Don't ever say happy Memorial Day. It's not a happy day. You're supposed to remember the people that died. <laughs> so, thanks to those guys. Couldn't agree more. Well said to all the heroes, the real heroes out there. Uh, you know, courage uh, and and heroism uh, is, you know, phrases tossed around uh, kind of flippantly these days. Uh, we've we've forgotten um, more so now than ever uh, what courage and. Uh, well, a hero you know, used to be a guy that sacrificed his life for your freedom. Exactly. Now it's a. Now it's a. <laughs> Some f- that goes to work every day as a nurse. <laughs> I may not even believe that one, folks. For all the heroes <laughs> out there. You know? Ha- I don't know. Happy or not so happy, uh, let's a little remembrance on this Memorial Day, folks. Say thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah.